Welcome to the Moms Hustle Different Podcast, where we give moms of color the tools they need to soar in their careers and in motherhood. Hello and welcome to another episode of Moms Hustle Different. I'm so happy to have you here today. Um, This is an important episode because this week we are talking about therapy. Um, I know it's a buzzword now um, because it is becoming a little more normal, but uh, it's important for us as moms to include um, some sort of therapeutic practice in our life. Uh, I myself am going back to therapy uh, to deal with some things within myself because as I deal with things in myself, it helps me to be a better person for my family Um, because honestly I'm sure like many of you I struggle Um, I honestly struggle and uh, having a person come and look from the outside in can oftentimes be helpful uh, for us as we really um, try to maintain so many roles and for us that our um, moms that hustle different we are balancing our family we're balancing our work and we want to show up for uh, the various roles in our lives and it's important for us to take you know an hour of our time so this week we have um, LaShonda McLaurin and uh, I really think you guys will enjoy this episode so Without further ado, I will go into the episode, starting with her bio. LaShonda is a wife and military spouse, mom of two, and licensed therapist who has a passion for helping women. Through her private practice, McLaurin Mental Wellness, PLLC, she provides counseling and coaching exclusively online to women around the world. She is dedicated to helping women overcome fear, worry, and anxiety in order to achieve their goals. Along with being a licensed therapist in the states of North Carolina and Maryland, LaShonda is a certified clinical military counselor, certified anxiety specialist, nationally certified counselor, and a life coach whose style is supportive and solution-focused. In addition to helping others through counseling, LaShonda is a host of the Inspiring Women Weekly podcast, which encourages women to push harder, go further, and shine brighter by sharing her personal stories, wisdom, and knowledge. When she's not changing the world one woman at a time, LaShonda enjoys spending time with her amazing family, reading, laughing, and watching HGTV or Food Network. Welcome, LaShonda, to the podcast. I'm so happy to have you. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to be here and talk with you. Yeah, so of course, before we start, we have to brag on our babies. So I would love if you could tell me a little bit more about your little ones and what's going on in their life. I love to do this. I love to brag on my babies. So I have two babies, not so much babies anymore, but I have a four-year-old named Alex and I have a six-year-old named Ethan and they are some of the best people in the world. I don't just say best kids, just best people in the world. They are super smart, super silly, and they get along very well, which I hear a lot of brothers and sisters don't get along too well, but they get along very well. And um, 
I just love them to death. They're so smart and they're very well behaved and they keep me laughing, keep me working. And um, they mean everything to me. They mean everything to me. They changed my life and I wouldn't want it to be any other way. Aw, that's so special. It's amazing <laughs> um, to hear about them and kind of how they change your life. Yeah, they just started school, first grade and pre-K. And yes, I cried <laughs> when, when my baby girl started pre-K. I definitely cried. Um, but they love school, which is a blessing that I don't have to fight with them every morning about school. They love school and they love to learn. And my son is obsessed with Ninja Turtles. And my daughter is obsessed with everything ballet and superheroes. So it's a lot of noise and fun in my house on a daily basis. That's good. That's so awesome. Um. Cause I mean, I, I mean, my, my, um, my son is like almost nine months and I'm just <laughs> like, when I hear stories about preschool, like, no, I'm not ready. <laughs> it's going to come so fast. I'm like, I remember having you. I literally remember having you. And now I'm saying bye as you go to school. So we like three weeks into school and I still get teary eyed when I go to drop them <laughs> off. I know. I can only imagine. I, yeah, I'm not ready. It's hard enough, like, daycare. Like, okay, but I can't imagine everything else. So what I usually start off with, with my interviews, is kind of where were you um, in your career when you became a mom? When I became a mom... I was 28 years old and I was working full time and I was working as a rehabilitation counselor at the time. And I was in the thick of getting my master's degree, almost done, not quite there, but almost done. And we got pregnant. We were trying, we had been trying for a while, had my son and I decided that I would not work for a while. I would stay home with him. We are military. So I had my son in Arizona. We were not with family. It was just us. So the thought of daycare and all that stuff was kind of scary to me. So I said, you know, for a little while, I won't work. And that little while turned into mm-hmm. a couple years of not working full time. I still don't work full time. And my son is six. So because eventually we had my daughter. So having kids completely changed the trajectory of my career, but not all in a bad way, Um, but it really changed what I had in mind for what I wanted my career to look like and where I thought I was going to be at this age and all that good stuff. But, um, it's worked out pretty good. good. That's awesome to hear. Um, because you never know when you have kids, everybody has to make those tough decisions, (laughs) um, of kind of what is next Mm -hmm. and what you're going to do. And it's hard um to decide like what (laughs) like how to go forward and you know making that decision even after pretty much finishing um graduate school and saying you know what i think i'm going to stay at home for a little while and prioritize my family in that way um it's definitely a a tough but necessary decision sometimes i agree completely um it was tough and 
it was tough for a while. <laughs> like it was tough for a couple of years because when you're used to your life looking a certain way, when you're used to working every day, when you're used to bringing in your own income every day. And a lot of times I know for me personally, my identity was caught up a lot in my career. So not working made me feel inadequate in a sense, like being a mom wasn't enough. And then especially when you look around and you see so many women who are working and being great mothers, you're like, why am I not doing this? But everybody's path is different. So it took me a long time to get, become okay with my choices and my path and realize that what I was doing was necessary for me and my family. Yeah, I can definitely, um, definitely understand that because we all, especially when you're in your late twenties, early thirties, and you're kind of just getting in the thick of things and mm-hmm. it just, you see your life in like a certain way. Um, yeah, I can definitely understand how it could be like, oh, shoot, I thought we were going to do this. But now, you know, maybe. Oh, yeah. <laughs> maybe. Oh, yeah. I had it all planned out. I had all this stuff that I was supposed to have done by 30. And then when 30 got here and I was I just had our second child, I was like, I'm nowhere near <laughs> where I thought I was going to be by 30. But I had to realize that, you know, these timelines were not set in stone. And these timelines weren't even necessary. It was just something that I created to basically add more pressure onto my life. So I had to really take some time to realize what was important, important and try to prioritize my life. And that's what gave me balance was setting those priorities. So at what point did you decide to kind of open up your own practice and how did that? Yeah. Yeah. So that was not in the plan. (laughs) It's another one of those things where, Um, We had my daughter in um, 2015, and she was two at this time. And my husband was deployed, and I was going to go back to work full time now. Finally, after (laughs) several years, I was ready to go back to work full time. And I put her in daycare, and she was miserable, and I was miserable. It was extremely stressful, and I think it was, you know, kind of worse because he was deployed so that was a transition for us and I decided right then it's just like something clicked like you were home for a reason excuse me you're home for a reason so she went to daycare for like three days and after me walking out of the daycare boohoo on the third day I said this is it this is my last day of work this is her last day of daycare and I went home and I called my husband and said I'm quitting my job he was like, okay. <laughs> and I said, I'm going to start my own practice. And again, that was not my plan. I didn't want to do private practice. It was my plan to go back to school for my doctorate degree. I wanted to be a professor, but it didn't go that way. I um, started my business and I said, in order for me to keep the lifestyle that I wanted, which was to be able to put my kids a priority, I'm going to work from home. I see all my clients virtually online. So it's been one of the best things that I have ever done, but it was a risk and it was scary and it was stressful. And, um, sometimes I worried that I was making the right decision, but it's one of those things where you just have to kind of be scared, but do it anyway. I can definitely understand that it's, um, those decisions and standing at the cliff and just being like, okay, am I going to do it? Am I going to jump? (laughs) what what will happen but you can't worry but so much you have to kind of 
go for it sometimes. Yeah. And it'll be worth it normally. It's normal. It's yeah. Worth it. So, like, in your practice and the women that you meet with, and I'm sure some of them are mothers, what are the kind of themes that you're finding mm-hmm. in the clients and women and moms and what they're dealing with? Um, for Mostly for moms is a lot of stress. Um, it is a lot of transition. It's the same thing that, you know, even though I'm a therapist, I say all the time I'm a human. So a lot of the things that my clients go through, I went through as well. Like the transition of, oh, I was working full time, but now I have a child and I feel guilty if I decide to work full time or I feel inadequate because I came out of work um, or I'm just really stressed out. There's three kids in the house and I'm with them all day and I'm super duper stressed. You know, how do I manage um, the stress? And then also setting boundaries is a really, really big issue. Whereas I'm trying to please my kids and I'm trying to please my spouse and I'm trying to please my family and I'm running out of energy for myself. So I think all moms are really, really trying their best and they are their own hardest critic. Most of us feel like we aren't doing enough, that we need to be better. And I constantly try to tell moms that I work with, the first thing I want to say is that you're doing a great job. I don't think we tell ourselves that or realize it enough that you're doing a great job. Just sometimes you got to give yourself a break. Uh, literally uh, physically and mentally you need a mental break but you also may need a physical break where you go in the room and close the door and have some time to yourself so it's just trying to find that balance a lot of moms struggle with trying to find a balance and trying to find time for themselves yeah so how do you like what what do you suggest um that moms do when they come in and they have this anxiety and this stress Like, what is the first thing that somebody should do in that situation? (laughs) The first thing is going to sound so cheesy. (laughs) And when I say it, they're like, what? Breathe. I don't think we realize how much we go through the day not really breathing. Like, I mean, a deep breath in, a deep breath out to, like, think clearly for a moment. We go through the day taking these small sips of breath, you know, trying to make it through, but to really just take time to breathe. And then I also recommend self-care. And I think self-care is, self-care in today's society to me is not giving a fair shake. Most people say self-care and they think, oh, you need to go on vacation. You need to go to a spa. You know, self-care is this extravagant thing in most people's eyes. But self-care does not have to be that big. It could be simply scheduling in 10 minutes of your day to be by yourself it can just simply mean at the end of the day you're going to go and take a walk by yourself it can mean that you set us you get up 30 minutes before your kids do just so you can sit and meditate before the day gets started so I I always recommend self-care and I try to sit with them and say okay let's look at your day and see what can you do small things that you can do throughout the day to help you feel better and it doesn't have to be some extravagant thing. Those mm-hmm. are nice. <laughs> Do that when you can. But on a regular basis, we yeah, don't have time. We really don't. Like sometimes yeah. you're moving from thing to thing. And a lot of people have busy kids mm-hmm. who are probably more busy than mm-hmm. mom or dad are. And it's just like, oh, my gosh. When do I have time? I know like mm-hmm. when I first had my son, I literally, um, I called them self-care showers. 
Like after I fed him, mm. like one of those late night feedings, I was just like, you know what? I'm going to get in the shower now because I want to be one of the moms yeah. to take a shower. And I don't right. want to be stinky all the time. Right. I was like, you know what? I love right. showers and I'll get in there and that'll mm. be my time. You know, like while right as soon as he fell asleep, I go in there and be like, okay, I'm going to take a shower yeah. um, because it made yeah. me feel like, okay, yeah. I'm taking care of myself. So. Exactly. Used to call them self care showers. Yeah, that's good. Small stuff, and it may not seem like a big deal to somebody else, but especially if it was relaxing for you, that can just rejuvenate mm-hmm. your whole Especially when you pull out the nice, smell good, yeah. um, body gels and stuff yeah. like that. <laughs> so I definitely um, get having a moment, and even if it doesn't cost you anything, just taking a second in the morning before your kids get up or um you know maybe it's on your commute home or whatever else like taking a detour before you go pick the kids up to go grab yourself some ice cream or whatever it is like it's doing something for a second even if it's not necessarily like a a spa day or whatever else right i mean for me it's having a moment to watch a HGTV or Food Network show because <laughs> my kids want me want to see some cartoon or some something but if I can get 30 minutes to watch a show House Hunters or something that was some self-care for me in that moment that was mm-hmm. all about me it's, just now sometimes we because I tell my <laughs> husband all the time I'm like I know our house is a mess I know I need to do a whole bunch more but I literally just want to sit <laughs> Like, I yes. can't think yes. about this stuff. I'm like, can we hire somebody to take care of the rest of the mm-hmm. stuff? Because I literally, yes. And that's self-care like, too. I know people <laughs> have done it, single parents, and they got 20 kids and whatever mm-hmm. else. But I was like, when it comes to me, <laughs> sometimes after I'm finished, I just want to sit there and be like, okay, can I watch 30 minutes of TV or do my little scrolling on right. Instagram or whatever else mindless thing yeah. I can do before I go to bed. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Cause I know like one of the things I went to a therapist and she asked me like, how much sleep do you get? And I was like, uh, <laughs> I was like, Oh girl, good question. Um, like what role, like with moms, a lot of times, we're the ones like we're doing this, we're doing that, we're taking care mm-hmm. of this child and that child, and we don't rest. Like, what do you think about rest for the mom that's on the go? Um, kind of how to incorporate sleep and rest into into your life? Yeah, you know this is a this is a complex one because I'm realistic and I'm real and I know that sleep is going to be impacted when you have a child especially a small child, like people can tell you all day, you need to get rest, you need to get rest. But the real is depending on your child, you may be getting up every two hours, you know? So I am realistic that life happens and there will be a season where it may be kind of hectic and sleep is not on your side. But I do think that when things start to mellow out, a lot of times it's still hard for moms to say, okay, I got a minute here. I'm going to go to sleep. Instead, they'll say, oh, let me go wash those bottles. Oh, let me go wash those clothes. Oh, let me go do this. Let me go sweep or do that. And it's like, that stuff ain't going anywhere. Take a moment and get some rest when you can. You hear that, mamas listening? 
<laughs> yes, it's not going anywhere. It, the world will not end if you don't sweep the floor before you go to bed tonight. Like, it's going to be okay. Go to sleep. You know, so when things mellow out and you get to a place where you can get more rest, take advantage of it. Um, and like you said, if you can't outsource some stuff out, let your husband do some of it or call somebody to come do some of it as well. Don't be afraid to ask for help. Um, but take advantage of getting rest because I know I have been um, the type to be like, oh, I got to clean this and clean that before I can go lay down. And it's like, why? What What's that 20 minute nap going to do to the stuff that you, that's waiting on you? Nothing. You know, take advantage of it and get rest because cranky mommy is not funny. It's not fun. <laughs> cranky mommy is not fun. So get your rest so that you're not barking at your kids and rolling your eyes and, and angry. And it's like, well, mama, you had the chance, but you didn't take it. So get your rest. I'm a believer in, in naps. I love naps. I should have <laughs> put that in my bio. As well. I love a good nap. I really do, but I know that because I had to get up so early that a nap could be the difference between me being grumpy by 5 p.m. or me still being a good right. mood by 5 p.m. And then one of the things that you mentioned was just about how moms can be, um, can kind of feel that guilt trip with working and mm-hmm. trying to balance what's going on with their kids. And um, yeah. like, how do you. Like, cause I mean, it's hard because a lot of people, they got to work and you're just like, well, you know, sometimes you got to take that business meeting. Some people have jobs that require, uh, Mm -hmm. traveling and, you know, maybe they miss the football game or, you know, the dance recital or whatever else. Like how, how do moms deal with them or how should they kind of cope with those things? mom guilt is you know it's funny it's something that you think will go away as your kids get older but it doesn't it just keeps coming and coming and coming because it's always something and again it's because moms really care and they want to be there for everything so I think one is that a lot of times moms have this very unrealistic pressure on themselves to be everything and it's, it can be impossible at times to be every single thing especially when you have Uh, certain priorities in life you got to provide you know but you're still putting the pressure on yourself to be everything to everybody so I when people say how do you balance because balance is a is a big issue for most moms and the reason why a lot of them have guilt is trying to balance it all I don't really care for the word balance because a lot of times when people say balance they're thinking 50 50 I got to give 50 percent to my job 50 percent to my kids like it needs to be equal and I, I prefer to say prioritize Um, you prioritize what you can do. And if you know that a priority is providing for your kids, then you have to do it knowing that you're still doing the best that you can for your child. Um, And even if you're not able to make every single game and every single recital, kids remember some stuff that we think is not important. Like you sat down and ate dinner with me every night, or you read me a story every night before bed. Like my kids like that I'll leave a note in their lunchbox every day. Like they look for that note. If I don't put that note in there, it's a problem with them. now. <laughs> you know, so I think we sometimes overlook the little things that we do for our kids that they really, really love and adore because we're putting so much pressure on ourselves to do all these big things for them. So I think you have to prioritize. And if you know what you have to do, 
then do it. But I also know that there are some of us who are doing things in our careers that are not necessary. And, you know, if we can, do you got to work 50 hours this week? Or is it that you hadn't set the boundaries on your job yet? To say, nah, I can't do this extra work. Mm-hmm. I got to go. Yeah, I talked baby. about that with the guest before. We talked about so, setting boundaries because sometimes you just got to let people know this is the time that I'm here. I'm going to work my yeah. tail off during that particular time. But right. these other times I need to, you know, tend to other business. <laughs> and, um, and sometimes right. we're scared that yeah. we're not going to get that promotion or we're not going to oh, get yes. that opportunity because we are saying no to different things. And, you know, that's its own right. guilt, mm-hmm. you know. It is. And, and saying no to people, I I just did an episode about that as well. Just saying no to people can be really, really hard for people to do because they are afraid. I'm afraid that if I say no to my boss, then I'm going to lose my job. And nine times out of ten, it don't happen that way. But if in that one random case where it does happen that way and you lose your job, I'm pretty certain that was probably a sign that you didn't need to be there anyway. You know, so that'll give you more time to figure out, okay, what am I supposed to be doing with my life for real? Because that wasn't it. So what do you say to the mom that's thinking, like, do I really need um, counseling or a therapist or coaching? Um, I know, like, people talk about it all the time, and it's such a buzzword now. Like, do I really need it? Like, what do you say to that person to you know, kind of let them know the services that you offer and kind of why they're important. Well, first I say, yes, yes, you do. (laughs) You do need it. And I think um, you're right. Therapy is very much so a buzzword. Um, And that has its pros and its cons. Um, But I think it's important for people to understand that therapy is not for crazy people. It's not for people who have a mental health diagnosis. I don't diagnose people in my practice. And that's not because I can't, it's because I choose not to. Because most of the people that I work with don't have issues that need to be diagnosed. They just need somebody to talk to. And to me, I say therapy is the ultimate form of self-care. It is like going to the spa for your brain. For a whole hour or however long your session is, you have a person whose sole purpose is to listen to you. Is to help you. All they care about in that moment is you. And I don't know about you, but that's rare in life. <laughs> to find a moment where for a whole hour, all a person wants to know is about you and what you have going on. All they care about is helping you. So to me, therapy is the ultimate form for whatever you're going through to really work through it and to really work it out. And I've had clients, who come, women who come to me and say, um, you know, I don't, I don't really know. I just think I need to talk to somebody. And I'm like, that's enough. That's enough of a reason to go. There doesn't have to be something wrong. There doesn't have to be something you need to get over. There doesn't have to be something dramatic that happened in your life. It's just, I need somebody to talk to. I'm with these kids all day. I'm tired. I just need somebody to talk to. That's enough of a, of a reason to go. So for me, <clears throat> another reason why I started my practice and I do it online is because I do work with a lot of moms. And a lot of them see me while their kid is taking their nap. They hop on the computer. They don't have to pack them up and go to an office anywhere. They hop on their computer and they do their session right there. And technology has been amazing in the field to help it so that people don't have to try to find daycare for their session anymore. They don't have to try to 
have their child be quiet in the office anymore. It's convenient now. You can just get on your computer yeah. and see your therapist and get mm-hmm. your little mental massage. Yeah, you definitely need <laughs> yeah. um, something sometimes after kind of going through all the things that we go through um, as moms and just making sure that we're kind of keeping ourselves <laughs> on point. So, and mm-hmm. it's helpful to not have mm-hmm. have one less thing to worry about. Yeah. So, what kind of um like what would you say to moms now who are just um just plugging along and trying to keep uh keep hope alive um while they're balancing? Mm-hmm. Like what would be your advice um to moms listening to the podcast? The first thing I would say is you're doing a good job. You are doing a good job. You are doing the best you can. And you know there's some things that you can work on and work on it. But don't give yourself such a hard time. You're doing a good job. I would also say don't be afraid to ask for help. Don't be afraid to reach out to somebody. If somebody your great if your parents are offering to babysit your child, say yes. If somebody's offering to come over and cook dinner, Say sure, you know, like don't be afraid to ask for help. And if you are feeling overwhelmed in any sense, if you're feeling overwhelmed, confused by anything, don't be afraid to talk to somebody. Yeah, that's good. I mean, it's clear, like you have to notice you're doing a good job, even though sometimes we feel like (laughs) it's like, oh, shoot, I had to pull Mm -hmm. out, you know, we had to order pizza instead of having like real food or (laughs) I had to put them in front of the TV, like whatever, you, the, you know, like all the stuff that we have. I saw a post the other day yeah. about like what kind of things did you say you weren't going to do and now you do it. And it's just mm-hmm. like, there's so many things. I'm like, oh my gosh, I can't mm-hmm. believe I'm doing this. Yeah. But you know, there's so much like mom shaming and mom guilt around. Oh, you let your child get on the iPad. Oh my gosh. Or oh my goodness. You, you feed your child junk food or whatever. And it's just like, let people be, you know, for the most time, for the most part, they're doing their best. Um, and again, if there's something they need to work on, they more than likely trying to work on it. But we're all just, we're trying our best to raise these little people to grow up to be great people in the world. And um, I think what's most important is that we are loving, we are kind, that we listen, that we, you know, really give them Definitely. the tools they need to grow I up agree. in this world. I think that's really important and we have to remember the bigger picture and not just the everyday stressors <laughs> or things that are going on. Like there's a whole bigger picture to this and in the bigger picture and the bigger <laughs> scheme of things, yeah. we are doing a great job and everything is fine. Our kids aren't going to be horrible because, yeah. you know, we didn't sweep the floor or cause right. they had pizza or, <laughs> they had pizza. you know, they watch right. TV <laughs> yeah. every now and then while you're trying yeah. to get things done. Right. So, right. It's important for mommy to be healthy mentally because mm-hmm. that's when the damage just starts to get right done. when mama not healthy mentally and you know things aren't going smoothly in the house and the mood is not well and you know that's when stuff starts to get a little shifty. yeah and understanding like what you were saying about like not just asking for help but accepting it too yeah yeah um, it's super important not yeah. just to ask for it but to accept it so yeah, yeah. i mean i really think this is really helpful um, 
for all of us as moms to keep remembering these things and to keep hammering it in that we're doing a good job that you know yes we are super women and yes we have so much stuff on our plates and somehow we get things done and you know Mm -hmm. drop off is happening and homework is happening or whatever else is going on but we have to take time for ourselves too Mm -hmm. whether it's 10 minutes in our closet (laughs) or whether it's how I did with my showers or you know taking time to meditate or pray or whatever else like doing those things and then you know taking the time to find a therapist and counsel Mm-hmm. really making sure that we kind of keep um, what you said exercising your mind yeah mind massage <laughs> yeah, is yeah. often yeah. really helpful yeah I mean our purpose is to pour into our children but we cannot pour into our children if our cup is empty and if we give, 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 but we never take time to refuel, we never take time to receive, then we have nothing left to mm-hmm. give to anybody. Yeah. So you have to take that time. That is a for word. That is a word. <laughs> that is a word. Um, so, I mean, I thank you so much for joining the podcast. I feel like this was really, really good. And this will kind of give um, our listeners just a little bit more information and things that they can do um, when they're really trying to take care of themselves. And for those um, of us that were listening that were kind of on the verge of, should I find a therapist? Should I not? Knowing that, you know, maybe we should (laughs) consider doing that and finding someone. So um, I'd love if you could share your information, like your handles and your website um, so that, Anybody listening can listen to your podcast or find information. Yeah. Sure, sure. So my website is McLaurenMentalWellness.com. And you can find me on Instagram at LaShonda McLaurin. And then I do have the Inspiring Women Weekly podcast. You can find it on iTunes, on Spotify, on everywhere our, um, podcasts are. And you can also find the Inspiring Women Weekly website at InspiringWomenWeekly.com as well. Um, so you can Google me, you'll find me, I'm, I'm everywhere. And all the information about how to work with me, how to listen, all that stuff is on my website. Um, if you are looking for a therapist and you can check me out, you can go on therapyforblackgirls.com and find some amazing therapists there. You can even go on psychology today to find a therapist, but just make sure that you find someone who, who gets you, who gets what you're going through and who you are comfortable with. When yeah, you're critical. That's super helpful. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'll definitely make sure that I put your information in the show notes as well. Um, so folks can Thank find you. you. Um, any last parting words? Um, thank you. Just thank you so much for this opportunity. Thank you so much for all that you are doing. And thank you for helping the mamas. Like, I hope that every mom knows that you are not the only one going through what you're going through. Like, if you're tired today, I want you to know you're not the only mama tired. We're all in the same boat together, and uh, we all should be there to support each other. So I appreciate what you're doing to help support moms. Um, I'm right there with you, so thank you so much for the opportunity. 
there it is another episode of the mom's hustle different podcast is wrapped up we thank you so much for joining us and if you could just uh, subscribe to this podcast wherever you listen uh, rate it and also comment let me know what you think about what you've heard and what you would like to hear more of i would truly truly appreciate it um and if you could share with a friend or family member it would also be appreciated as well really would like to get the word out to other moms who are balancing their career and motherhood and family um and really trying to uh, be inspired so again we hope you enjoyed this episode and hope to see you again thank you so much and have a wonderful